Hello and welcome back to the Road Trip Playlist Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Darrow. I want to wish you all a happy new year. I'm very glad that you're here with us again. Um, And this is our first episode of the year. I know it's weird to say happy new year on January 20th. Some people disagree with saying it there, but this is the first time you're hearing my voice in the new year. And I'm glad to have you here. Um, This week's episode is with Freya the Dragon. She's a Swedish singer-songwriter. Um, she actually, I really loved her story because she got her start in college. She jokes that she, in this music school that she was in, 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 um, Sweden, that she stalked her way into kind of what she's doing now as she, uh, there's Peter Bjorn and John Bjorn Etling. She, she was really wanting to work with him and said that she stalked him to, in order to be his intern. And she started as she was kind of like organizing the cables and different things for recording sessions and then over time she when she started on the bottom and then it was oh wait you can produce oh you can play all these instruments you can do this and that and she in her own words accidentally fell into touring with the iconic band Peter Bjorn and John and went from there to then touring with other musicians and including First Aid Kid and being on tour with with multiple bands and and playing the piano and vocals and other instruments for bands as they tour and eventually it was on that tour with Peter Bjorn and John that she decided she wanted to do a solo project of her own before that it was kind of focused on she really liked the producing and songwriting elements of of making music and then it was wanting to release music of her own and and she did that in 2019 just before the pandemic, she released her first single. Um, she had an EP ready that released um, soon after the start of the pandemic. And it, I really loved her her work as she talked honestly about kind of wishing maybe she did the release different with her EP. And the world changed so much from the time that the EP was written to when it was out that it wasn't, she didn't get the feeling from the release that she wanted and even took time away from the Free of the Dragon project that she was on and and worked with other other bands at that time. And, and now she's back with her second EP, um, came out on the, on the 19th and you can listen to it now. So I encourage you all to, after the, after you listen or before you let pause right now and go and listen to her new EP and then come back or whatever way you choose to do it. But she makes really beautiful music and I really love all the work that she does. And I'm excited for, to bring that to you and for you to hear it and to hear more. If you listen to the episode, I was very sick. So my voice sounds very like scratchy, I guess is a good term for it, but bear with that. It's a fun episode. I really liked her answers and some of her hearing her story. It's very fascinating to play with all these bands that I, that I love and, and have such one of her first songs she collaborated with Peter Bjorn and John and I think that's incredible and it shows the musical talent that she is and I think this project of hers is beautiful and I'm excited for everyone to listen because I think it's it's the start of something really special and I can't wait listen to the full interview after a quick word from our sponsor I'm happy to be with you i've been i've loved your music ever since it got sent to me and i was like how have i not heard of this so i'm excited to introduce this to our listeners and talk to you a little bit about kind of your path to music and i know that you went to the prestigious royal college of music is music something you always wanted to do since you were a kid or or when did you know and when was it something you were pursuing like in your education uh, I think I've been like playing instruments since I was very, very young. And uh, because like in my family, 
it's uh it's accepted to be loud in the house like everybody's <laughs> playing something like when i grew up everybody was like doing some noise somewhere and we didn't live like in a big house so <laughs> it was uh, very very noisy but uh, so i think that was like when my parents were like yeah do you want to play this instrument and then i said yes and then i just tried out a bunch of instruments and um well i don't know like i think maybe when i was a teenager that's when i was focused on like music interesting yeah so maybe when it's like maybe 14 uh and i was like i was like uh what do you call it what do you call it in english like a like a nerd i was okay, yeah, very yeah. good in school so my <laughs> classmates they didn't really like i had like all these bands i was playing in and and my friends from other schools like outside my high school so my friend my classmates they didn't know how much music i was pursuing like so they were like <laughs> why aren't you going to some school where you like studying science because you're so good in school <laughs> and i was like no i'm doing music so when i started um senior high school which is kind of college yeah, we have this different system okay. in sweden i was 16 maybe then i was okay. like okay i'm gonna apply for music school and well yeah so then when yeah that's when it like started for real i think wow that's and amazing and so i know you talked about how it started with with playing instruments it says you're multi a uh, multi-instrumental i don't know the word multi-instrumentist uh, yeah. But what exactly does that mean? How many instruments do you play? Are there ones you lean to more that, that it's like, this is my comfort one. This is one that I play proficiently. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm not super good at any instruments. So that's how I became like multi-instrumentalist because <laughs> we're like, oh, can you play like a little bit? Can you play that? And I was like, okay. So when I accidentally started touring, or like when I started producing music, I was uh, I, like when I was younger, I always felt like because I changed and in, changed instrument all the time, I felt like I didn't became, become really, really good at one instrument mm. as my classmates uh, or my friends. So I had like a lot of insecurities about that. And I felt, I don't know, I, I felt like, well, like in the school environment they like taught you like you have to be really good at one instrument to succeed if you want to work with music mm. and that's not how, how it is actually for some yeah. people it but the thing is that like since i'm not super good at one instrument i can't i know a little bit of different instruments like a little bit of everything and i'm most like my main instruments is probably keyboard like piano okay so that but like, so that, I think that's where I'm mostly secure at, or like my vocals yeah. because I've been singing since I was so young, but uh, I don't know. So I wouldn't like see myself because when, when I, when you read like interviews or like press is like multi-instrumentalist, it sounds <laughs> so much more uh, advanced than it is. Uh, it's, uh, it's more of a role that to fill out gaps. Yeah in bands like oh it would be so nice to have like another synth like yeah. riff here or something and then i could do it and i yeah. could play like tambourine at the same time or something so it's more it's more like being i've been like the multi-instrumentalist is more of being like able to change instruments really fast and do 
two or three stuff at the same time, maybe. Yeah. But it, it doesn't have to be so difficult. Like, is the difficulty is to do it at the same time, kind of. Yeah. So if you if you get me. No, definitely, and I think that's the important thing, and I appreciate you you clarifying because I I'm not musically trained at all. I appreciate music and kind of yeah. accidentally fell into writing about it. And it's been one of the greatest joys of my life. And so, but a lot of listeners that that listen to the show are people who want to pursue music. And so I think hearing yeah. things like that is like, you don't have to be like this, like a uh, prodigy in, in one instrument that, that this it's being well-rounded helps a lot and, and can help in, in your pursuit. And you, you mentioned something about how you accidentally started touring. And I was curious, it's a, with that choice of wording and, and how um, that is, because I, I'll, I'll clarify first. It was, I don't know if you toured with someone before, but you've toured with two of two bands that I really love with Peter Bjorn and John, as well as um, first, is it first aid kit? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You've toured yeah. with both of them and I love them. How did you fall into to touring <laughs> and, and with uh, two amazing bands? Well, it was um, when I was studying at the yeah Royal College of Music, which it also sounds a lot fancier and better than it is. It's, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's in Stockholm and it gave me the opportunity to spend a lot of time in the studio and then it also gave me the opportunity to have uh, internships. Mm. So I had, uh, I kind of stalked Bjorn <laughs> Itling, who is uh, one member of Peter Bjorn and John. Mm. And I stalked him because I wanted to be in his, his intern uh, because I want to learn from him as a producer and songwriter. So that's, that was my goal. So I, I got like... <laughs> I got to be his intern somehow. <laughs> That's another story. And then I um, shadowed him and helped him out in the studio. And then after a while, he was like, uh, do you do you play a bit of everything? Do, don't you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I kind of do. Like, what <laughs> why do you ask? And then he was, um, he was, yeah, lending me a lot of instruments and started to play songs from his computer and I recognized the vocals but I hadn't heard the songs before and the vocal was from Peter Morian who is the lead singer in Peter Bjorn and John mm -hmm. and then I was like what is this and then after a while I started to like be suspicious what's what's going on and then <laughs> it was kind of an addition because they needed an extra musician okay uh, for their tour uh, so that uh, yeah and then like he wanted like <laughs> after I was playing for a couple of songs he was like do you want to go on tour with us <laughs> and I was like yeah yeah sure <laughs> and then I got on tour with them for the whole year after I and that was the year I was graduating so it's wow very good in timing for me yeah and the first aid kit gig I got through Bjorn too because he was working he was writing with his sisters mm -hmm. and um he, they were like do you know any girl who plays keyboards and he was like yeah you can go in and ask Freya because I sit in the nowadays I sit in the studio next to him okay so yeah but this is like Peter Bjorn and John thing that was in 2016 mm -hmm. and the first hit kit thing happened like last year oh so, wow yeah or like yeah I think it was maybe 21 when okay. I got the question but I started touring with them last year yeah that's so, amazing yeah <laughs> That's it's an amazing in, 
intern yeah. experience, what is it like? And, and especially where it's like, I, I read an interview where you talked about how, how you had grown up listening to Peter Bjorn and John. And now you're interning for him, which is awesome. But then you're you're getting feedback and you're getting asked to to go on tour. What is that like? How to what were you nervous when you got asked? What what were your feelings there? Well, you mean when I got asked for the tour? Yeah, yeah. And just like even the intern experiences as a whole, it's it's very yeah. pleasant where some intern yeah, was, experiences aren't. No, it was very pleasant. I think like a lot of musicians in Sweden in Bjorn's age, because he's been in the business for a long time, they're very, like, the ones who are still active mm -hmm. are very generous with, like, teaching what they know uh, about, like, how they make music, because the music industry is, like, always uh, in progress and developing how you make music and the, like, view on how being a producer it's kind of different from today when it was like 30 years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I think like he was, uh, he was very generous because he wanted to teach me, but he also wanted to learn from younger producers. Yeah. Um, so I had a really good experience. Like I started out at the bottom because he, he didn't know me like what kind of person I am. So I started out like, what did I do? Like, uh, organizing his uh, cables and synthesizers <laughs> and stuff and then i got to be like shadowing him eventually on set on sessions wow so that was my goal because i wanted to see how he worked with artists and um, yeah. how he produced so yeah but this was like in 2015 uh and well i was very very excited and very nervous then and it's it's kind of i i forget about that like i don't think about it so often but I remind me sometimes because now like I still work with him and mm -hmm. now I'm like a co colleague. Yeah. Not an intern. So, well, I think if I would have known that back then, I would be like very, very excited about that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm very thankful that he was so open, open hearted with like taking me in and yeah, just giving me opportunities kind of. Yeah. And it, it says a lot about you and, and you've, you've seized the opportunity and I've loved listening to to music of your own and that's one of the things that I, that I would love to hear about because I'm fascinated by like the times when it's like okay I'm going to like I'm going to do something like I'm going to do my launch a project that I'm passionate about and and this writing thing I read that it's during 2020 is when you you started your you released your first EP or your first oh, yeah. single and that's when I started. I used to write for another publication. And during the pandemic, when everything was closed, I wasn't getting opportunities. So I'm like, I'm just going to start my own music publication. And that's where we're talking today. And so it's a, it's a pleasure to have you here. Um, but I wanted to ask kind of when I, I, I read in an interview, you said that it was touring with Peter Bjorn and John that you realized that you wanted to pursue your own music and make your own music. Yeah. And then yeah, when was, was it? Did that time off give you, is that when it was, all right, I'm going to put some of this out? I think it was, I was so focused on making it as a producer and songwriter. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, it's not like, it's not a secret that it's um, not so many women in the industry yeah. being producers. And uh, well, I've had like really good experience as a woman 
in the music industry. I think because I've met the right people because yeah. I have friends that haven't, they don't have the same um, happy experiences I do. But I've yeah. also met a lot of people that like they question you because you're not a man. And like, have you really produced this? And it's like, yes, I have. Oh, wow. And the thing is, that's why I didn't want to be an artist in the beginning. I wanted to be in bands. I had a band with my brother and with my best friend. And I was like, because that's a different thing. But as when you're like an artist, people have conclusions that, oh, you're not really making the music, mm. which is most of the times today, the artists are writing their own music together with people. But yeah. it, it doesn't make them less songwriters because they're really? also artists. Yep. So that's where, where I was. That's why I didn't want to pursue an artist career. But then when I toured with Pete Gron and John and I was hanging out a lot with Bjorn, he was like, why do you care so much? Like, stop, overthink stuff. And like, if you want to put up, put up music, just put out music. And he was, he was actually encour encouraging me to, yeah, try to do my solo project. So... It was wow. a combination, combina combination with um, being on tour, like seeing how, what, seeing like why you actually make music. For me, it's a lot of being able to come out and tour and play the music. Yeah. So that's why I want to make music for myself and um, to meet people and like share that ex experience. And then when Bjorn was like, I think you should do it, that kind of gave me the push. Uh, and I didn't want to do it alone because it's so much more fun to create music together. Absolutely. So yeah, I think that was it. Like Bjorn and the tour kind of. Yeah. And, and what has that, we talked about the relationship and, and kind of starting in and working at the ground level of, of an intern and working your way up. And then now yeah. writing songs with Bjorn, what's that relationship meant to you? in in your music and also the support that you mentioned as a as a woman producer um what's that support meant to you and then when when you in one of your early songs you you release a song collaborating with peter bjorn and john and so yeah. what's that meant to you to just have all these cosigns so early that it that it really shows a lot about you and your music i think um uh, well it, it it's it meant a lot for me to be like Abling to have him, I I don't know. Like um, I think when I've been, I've got like a lot of wise words from him. Sometimes he feels like my my father or something. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's he's a bit older than me, but like you know, if if he's more like family kind of, mm -hmm. and very like he wants to share. Like when I was in your age, I felt this and I felt that. And then I, you don't have to stress about things because like a lot of people in my age in the industry, like when you're in your 20, between your 20 and 30s, you're kind of stressed that you have to make it. And he is like, stop stressing, do the stuff you want to do and, and just do everything you can do and stop like think about the stress. Yeah. So it helped me in a lot of ways, like to, to find where I want to be because I've been like during these eight years as I've known Bjorn I've been like we haven't worked together all the time I've been doing other sessions with other artists and been trying a lot of different stuff uh, which I felt like kind of 
puts me on the wrong path for some some periods of time and then it helped to like just talk with Bjorn and I don't know he, he didn't tell me what to do but kind of like I don't know like he said one thing to me if you want to the thing you do a lot like if you produce some certain like make some some certain kind of music a lot you you're gonna you you're gonna be able to do more of that because that mm-hmm. what people's gonna hear like oh Freya she's the one who write if I if I would like if I would have written a lot of songs for Eurovision mm-hmm. maybe that would have been my path because people see that and then I'm going to be good at it probably and I'm going to gonna be able to do it more yeah but if I don't want to do it like if I did a lot of things that I didn't maybe really felt so much for like I toured with a bunch of artists that I didn't really maybe I didn't really it wasn't my kind of genre music like musically wise so I think but I don't regret it like I think it's good to try a lot of stuff that comes your way and then you find what's like what's your thing and I think that will like Bjorn helped me to not stress out about that and it's like okay now you know that then stop doing that if you don't want to do it like and that's been like a lot of help to and you don't have to stress so much because a lot of people do that you have to make it and you have to make a hit song or like and of course you still want to do that but it's like it's not necessary to be stressed about that kind of stuff because no, just no. gonna it's not gonna help the music no, absolutely. And and I think I think not worrying as much is, is a good message to to everyone. And um yeah. I guess when when you put the music out, what what was it like when you when you did release the music on your own for the first time? What were what were you feeling? How was it? Was it a relief or was it scary? Well, it was actually not a super good experience because like the first single was the first single was like that was pretty good, but that was before the pandemic mm-hmm. and then when the EP came out it was just in, begin- in the beginning of the pandemic so I was supposed to tour a lot and I yeah. couldn't do it and then I just I felt so lost and I I don't know I didn't feel real good about releasing the EP yeah. I think it was yeah. like the yeah how it looked in the world and I don't know it just felt like it came out and nothing happened kind of mm. and um so yeah, uh, but I learned something from that, and I think yeah. it was good for me to just put something out. So like now I've done it, and then I totally. can just continue doing it again. But I I I took a little break from my project actually. Oh, uh, interesting. So it's like because it's been a while since I released the first EP, and now it's like almost three years later. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and a but, lot uh, changed. It's it's you had music and you you wrote it. It sounds like, and then the world changed, and then it's what yeah. what do you do with with what you've put together? And now you've you've taken time away, and and you you have your new EP coming out. It's coming out, I believe, yes. on the eighteenth. Is that the right date? I think so. Yeah, I'm so yeah. bad so, at so, so next and week it will week. be out. Um, yeah. when when people are listening to this, and so listen all of our listeners go go out and stream it um but i wanted to ask what what you could tell me about the ep i don't even uh know if i have a name but i'm very excited for it to come out and i'm excited for people to hear but what what can you tell me about it well it's uh it's an ep with four tracks and uh, two of the songs are already 
uh, released, uh, we're changing and uh, closer. Both and two, yeah, and it's two more. Thank you, and two more songs. And I think, well, it's a melancholic piece of um, songs that are kind of like melodic but raw. Mm -hmm. I I didn't want to overthink it when I when we produced it, and the songs are not they're pretty old for me like that i they've lived with me for at least one of some of the songs been with me for like three years or more wow. and um but we didn't find the re the right production for them so that's why we didn't release them earlier um along with the last ep so i'm really proud of them and i it's um yeah it feels more like me than the last mm. ep but maybe that's because I've changed. Like you change all the time. So yeah. I'm go probably going to say this when I release my next EP <laughs> <laughs> again. But um, yeah, it's um, I'm really happy and proud about it. So I'm very excited. Yeah, to yeah. get it out. And having lived with you for so long, what's it like now that, that other people are going to hear? And what are you excited about other people being able to hear from the songs? Uh, I'm excited to like see people's reactions, how they feel when they listen to it. And especially I'm very excited to play them live. I've yeah. done, I've, I did play them. I have actually played them live, like even before I recorded them. Oh, wow. Before the pandemic. And then I, I was tour, do I did a little mini tour this fall. I was uh, supporting Franz Ferdinand. And oh, then wow. I was, I love, but wow. I, yeah, it was really, really exciting. But I didn't have a band with me because I couldn't bring it uh, when I was a support act. Yeah. So I did it all by myself, guitar and drum machine. So that was kind of intense. <laughs> that is. Uh, yeah. So, but then I, I was, I was so excited to play the new songs live. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just very excited to see how people are gonna take the songs when I yeah play them live. No, that's amazing, and and I'm curious because you've you've played in other bands. You played on uh with I mean you've supported Franz Ferdinand, uh, played with Peter Bjorn and John. What was it like, uh, like going out and being on the stage with your with your act? What was it like going from being kind of and I guess for Franz Ferdinand you were supporting, but the yeah. when you were kind of like playing piano and vocals um for first aid kit and then now you're yeah. you're playing on your own what what was that like what's that experience like for you it's uh it's very different like i rarely get nervous when i play with others like <laughs> i do sometimes when we do like tv shows and and with the first with first aid kit they play like very big shows sometimes mm -hmm. and then a couple of times i've been like oh shit this is like a lot of people <laughs> watching that <laughs> then i get nervous but like it's a different nervousness, or can you say that, when I play with my own music because yeah. all eyes on you. And it's um, it's weird that people are standing there and paying attention to me. And like, what what do I have to tell them or say to them? So that's, um, it's a weird feeling. Uh, so it's very different. Like I feel, I feel more maybe when I play my own music. Totally. Uh, and yeah, they're, they're your own thoughts. You're their vulnerable feelings yeah. that have been put to song. Yeah. And so I think that's really powerful. And well, I'm, I'm super excited for the EP to come out. I'm excited to, um, 
for my listeners to to listen to you because it's been a joy ever since uh, Sue emailed me. And hey. I wanted to ask, I end every interview with the same five questions and I wanted to ask huh? these quickly to you. Yeah. Um, and the first one is, I, I like to ask people, what's the worst job they've ever had? Worst job? Oh, let's see. Uh, I had a lot of extra jobs when I was young, but <laughs> uh, the, oh yeah, I know, I know. The worst job was I had a summer job at a, a newspaper in Sweden mm-hmm. where I got to, I was 14 and I got to, I don't know, it's, it's like envelopes. Okay. So it's like putting paper into envelopes and then uh, close them with like, oh. you know, where you have to lick on them. Yeah. Oh, that's how long did you, did you have? Cause they have tools where you can. Yeah. I, we had, we had tools, but they weren't so good. So sometimes we needed to lick Adam, Adam, I've done that so before. Weird. Yeah, that was my. I think that was my worst job ever. That's it's a very so long bad, day, but... and your your tongue is sandpaper at the end. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, and then the second one is your go to karaoke song. Oh, um, oh my! We sing so much karaoke on the tour with the first day. <laughs> Like they love going karaoke. Let's see. What do we what do we say? Uh, it must be some ABBA song, I think. We always sing ABBA. That's Maybe a, Dancing Queen or something. Uh, did you say with first aid kid that's what that was what you do on tour is karaoke? We're going karaoke and uh we're doing uh, uh escape rooms. <clears throat> that's what we do. That's <laughs> amazing. No, not all the time. That's amazing. Wow. That's so funny to be like on tour performing and huge stages and then go and perform in rooms for karaoke. (laughs) No one might know that that they just played the big stadium in the or big uh, venue in their area. And then now they're doing karaoke in a bar. But um, number three is a band Mm -hmm. that's not currently together that you'd love to have one more EP from. Oh, that's a tricky one. Uh, that's that are not currently together. Do they have to like be live? No, no. I've. I think it's because I think everyone th- starts thinking of bands that yeah that passed. Let's put it up. Yeah, but maybe maybe the Beatles then. No, that's a good one. That's one of the yeah. most common ones we get. And, oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. how can it not be? You know. Yeah. Um. And then four is. A guilty pleasure that you have while on tour. It sounds like first aid kit. One of their guilty pleasures on the road is escape rooms and karaoke. But what's one of yours? Yeah. Guilty uh, songs. What did you say? Guilty pleasure. Yeah, guilty pleasures. Just just things you like to do on tour. Oh, oh, I love. Okay, this is not like maybe everybody does, but like binging bad TV series. <laughs> like I'm binging so many TV series that I like. It's not even good. No, and totally. everybody's like asking me, why are you watching that? It's not good. I'm like, well, it helps my brain to relax. So, no, I'm the uh, same way. That's one of my favorite pastimes. What's one of the shows you're binging? Uh, now I'm re-binging uh, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, that's a, <laughs> From that's the a perfect. Beginning. Oh, yeah. That's a... It's good sometimes, but some seasons, they're not so good, but I no. don't care. And there's what, like uh, 21 of them now? Yeah, no, 19. But 19. I'm waiting for the new episodes on the 19 to come out. So that's why I binge. <laughs> that's so funny. I've been there. I, yeah. I stopped around season 17, I think. So I need oh, to get yeah. back into it. Yeah. But it's it's a great binge show. Yeah. Um, and then five is an interesting guest that you recommend I have on the Road Trip Playlist podcast. I just uh, last year, I maybe you've had her. Um, 
I explored Madison Cunningham. Okay. No, would yeah. love to have her. And I, I got to meet her because she knows Clara and she was playing in Glasgow when we were there. So we went to see her show actually. And she is, um, she's so sweet and she's like this amazing songwriter and she plays guitar and sing like so synchronized. She's yeah, yeah. I love her so much. And she, um, she seems to be like such a nice person. So yeah, yeah. I would love to hear her. No, that's amazing. I would love to to talk to her. And so I, uh, that's the five and I appreciate yeah. your time. Everyone go, go listen to Freya's EP. Um, and, and yeah, it's been great to be with you and I appreciate the time. Thank you so much for having me. Perfect. Thank you. Looking forward to, to hearing you and also hopefully yeah. seeing you on tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have a wonderful okay. day. You too. Or night for you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Thank you all again for listening. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Freya the Dragon and hope you like her music and her story and liked learning a little bit more about her. I'm excited to bring you more episodes in this 2023 year and I'm really excited for some of the things that are happening this year and as always check out our website see what's going on with some of the artists and things that we're covering there and really look forward to bringing more more content to you in the new year and appreciate you listening. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review, and be ready for new episodes coming every week. And thank you again.